Smashcast Podcast. What up, what up? This is your boy, Polo Paul. This is the host of the Mastache Podcast, and it's season three, and I'm starting off with a special event, uh, given the climate with uh, the George Floyd uh, shooting, the social injustice, police brutality. Um, I'm here uh, with my two brothers um, that I have been rocking with since a lifetime, and I have. And of course, we all three are black men, um, with you know some strong opinions in regards to um, just the current events that's going on. But we're going to focus today not only with that, but it's all going to be surrounding um, a few things, and it's going to be entirely around uh, sports and society. So uh, while we break this down, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Roger Goodell and Kyle Kaepernick, um, as well as uh, Kyrie Irving in regards to his uh, Twitter rants, you know, with the Twitter fingers. But let me first introduce uh, my two brothers. Uh, first and foremost is going to be my brother, Key. He has his own podcast, which it is the BBK podcast, which he focuses on uh, current lifestyle, uh, social events, social relationships, interpersonal skills, uh, sports, music, what have you. It's a really good listen. I suggest that you guys to go check them out. It will definitely be in my link on my Instagram page as well as my Facebook page as well. Um, and then I have my homeboy, Ra. I've been rocking with this dude for it's like uh, a minute now, right? Um, yeah. Um, the dude... Uh, is well-versed in any type of cultural uh, interaction, social events, current events, and let, let's, you know, keep it a buck. He is another Black man, and I definitely value his opinion as well as his words. He's full of wisdom, uh, knowledge, and the dude's just all around funny. Love the, love the kids. So uh, let's go ahead and start it off with Roger Goodell and Colin Kaepernick. So I'm pretty sure that most of our uh, listeners, as well as just everyone around the world, have been, you know, following all of the news. And most importantly, they've been checking on like, hey, the season for the NFL is about to soon, soon about to approach. And uh, Roger Goodell made a statement um, in regards to welcoming Colin Kaepernick uh, back to the league. Um, through the NFL, they made a statement in regards to the social injustice because now they're trying to go into the right side of history due to their uh, absurdity in regards to uh, men um, or players just kneeling uh, due to the social injustice. But I'm going to read off this excerpt, excerpt excuse me, um, from the NFL and Roger Goodell um, front office. And, uh, you know, I just want you guys to give me your opinion in regards to, you know, how all this stuff is kind of trickling down. So uh, it says the policy adopted today was approved in concert with the NFL's ongoing commitment to local communities and our country, one that is extraordinary in its scope, resources, and alignment with our players. We are dedicated to continue our collaboration with players to advance the goals of justice and fairness in all corners of our society. The efforts by many of our players spark awareness and action around issues of social injustice that must be addressed. The platform that we have created together is certainly unique and 
professional sports, and quite likely in American business. We are honored to work with our players to drive progress. It was unfortunate that on-field protests created a false perce uh, perception among many thousands of NFL players were unpatriotic. This is not and was never the case. This season, all league and team personnel shall stand and show respect for the flag and the anthem. Personnel who choose not to stand for the anthem may stay in the locker room until after the anthem has been performed. We believe today's decision will keep our focus on the game and the extraordinary athletes who play it and on our fans who enjoy it. So uh, with this statement and Roger Goodell's, you know, uh, kind of secondhand welcome to Colin Kaepernick back to the league. What do you think? Well, what's your opinion on this statement from uh, the NFL guys? Remember, you want to go? No, I'll let you have um, my My take on it is uh, me personally, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Only for the reason that like this guy's been out of the league for almost like three, three plus years. Yeah. And it, it, it's crazy that it took something for this to happen for you mm -hmm. to finally understand what he was saying. He was telling you exactly what he was really protesting. Right. And y'all still was like, that's not what you're protesting. Mm -hmm. So so to me, it's it's more of a it's more of a it's a cover up so that they mm -hmm. don't look as bad because they because like, they know they look bad right now, but they want to try to clean up as much as they possibly could. And they think, OK, if I just say I will welcome him back to the league, well, the guy should have been welcomed back three years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's just like it, it, it's it, it's a lot of BS. It's a lot of stuff that like. I think it's going on behind closed doors, of course, because now you're hearing that owners are calling about him to possibly get him on the team. The, and, it, and to me, I just think all of that is just between them, with them doing that and also the statement, it's it's just a bunch of BS. Mm -hmm. Rob, how you feel about that? I know you're not big into sports, but, you know, as far as, like, you know, the whole situation, he was condemned three years ago in regards to kneeling for the flag. And they just told this dude he was unpatriotic. He didn't say anything in regards to, oh, I'm doing this because I don't like the flag. I don't care for, you know, the military or anything of that nature. He said I was standing up for something that I felt as though was right. And so in that, I want to make awareness to the social injustice and police brutality of my people. This is why I'm doing it. And they let that nigga go, you know, like, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's how they treat him. Like, you know, he was, you know, just another number, you feel me? And, uh, but yeah, like, how do you feel about him, you know, kind of, you know, reneging on, you know, the whole spiel of like, oh, you know, you can come back. Okay. So because of everything going on it's like not to tear away from sports so you know what's what we're talking about of course but it plays a part it's like good player stand up for something good you know just like any man who steps out now stand up mm -hmm. for something good you gonna get shut down quick <clears throat> and that's wrong yeah. a person should be able to have an opinion and still be able to do what y'all want him to do anyway you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But now that, you know, it, it's being seen in a manner of, I guess, disloyalty 
or, or what have you, or disrespect when it's not. And even then, the disrespect has already been played against, you know, against him. So it's like, he's standing for something that means something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, now that everything is really getting to a point where, oh, you know, we standing up, and they, we, we have a actual voice, we have actual strength now. And it's like, oh, you know, well, let's not have a bad taste in people's mouth. Let's let's try to bring things back to, you know, what everybody's used to, especially if you have a good player and other teams are, you know, looking at it. Like, why would you want to sacrifice somebody good or whatnot? You know what I mean? In my mm-hmm. opinion, I don't like the fact that he has to sit in the locker because y'all don't want to see him do it. No, he should be able to still go out there and still do it again and yeah. still be able to play the game because we all have an opinion and have something we can stand for. Nobody can take that away from you. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, both of y'all, you know, definitely brought up some great points. I personally feel as though this is all a uh, business and marketing scheme um, just to get the black dollar. Um, and, you know, just think about it. Before Kaepernick um, left the league, or well, got kicked out the league, you know, let's call it, you know, keep it a buck. Um, he got kicked out the league, but before he did, he, his jersey was the highest selling jersey. Now, uh, whether you didn't like him or whether you did, the people who didn't like him, they were buying the jersey just, just to burn him. Cool. I mean, he's still going to collect that money. Exactly. However, uh, when you got the other, you know, people that are in agreement with him, um, they were, you know, in solidarity with him. They believed in, you know, his movement, you know, his ideals. Um, and it, it's not even just a movement. It's He's standing up for, you know, humanity, you know, in itself. You know, you have a certain, you know, ethnicity um, that's being treated unfairly. And you look to your your, your team teammate or your colleague to the left and right of you. And you can see, not just in the league, but you can, like, you're seeing it, you know, on your street, on your block, on the, on the TV. It's pu- highly publicized everywhere. And here it is, this guy, you know, three years later, you know, now he has the chance, you know, like, why are you, you know, going back on your word in regards to that? And I think the reason why they telling them to, you know, stay inside the uh, stadium, like these are solutions that could have been um, handled or shown. Like this whole statement that the NFO uh, posted on their website, they could have had this three years ago. So I think the fact that now that we're standing up and saying no, we will not stand for this any further. We're going to take our black dollar and we're going to keep it into our communities. Now they're trying to find a new marketing scheme, you know, to, you know, get everyone back on board and make more money and capitalize on that. And so I think that's the sole reason why he's welcome, you know, Colin Kaepernick back and then, you know, whomever else is going to, you know, protest or, you know, not stand for the flag. I think it's just all a, a, a big, big, you know, marketing scene right there. Um, and you've seen it in you've seen it in our governments, you've seen it in the media, how they spin it to their advantage. You see it on Netflix now, um, you see it on Hulu, oh, representation matters. Well, it mattered 428 years ago, you feel me? So why does it matter now? Because we don't, you know, protest and we actually like, you know, making traction now. Mm-hmm. So my, my whole thing is, as we surmise this, um, you know, I guess, like, what is your guys' like, takeaway uh, in regards to, like, what Colin Kaepernick do? 
you think he should come back to the league or um in all honesty I would I would have loved him back in the league three years ago okay I, I would love back in the league three years ago now not so much because now it it's it, you know, reports came out saying, "Hey, I'm not giving a fair shot." Eva came out said it, mm-hmm. "Hey, I'm not giving a fair shake in this." And they were like, "Ah, oh, but they're doing this trial, but you're doing this." He, so it was like it was it was it was like he said it was like they, they spun it around on him. Now yeah. it's like, well, now you want to give me a job because of what's going right. on out here. Mm-hmm. Because you had fifty, you know, you had all fifty states protesting. You had the yeah. looting, and now you're getting at what I was talking about. So, so now not even that you, you you see even like Germany, you see France, mm-hmm. you see okay, all of them are doing that. So they're like, oh, they don't see you know human beings like standing up for something right. They see dollars right there. Uh-huh. Dollars. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh-huh. so to me, I think now as as much as it sucks to say, it would hurt the movement a lot if he was to go back. For sure, because for sure. It, it, would just show that, it, it would just show that we can be brought off. Exactly. Um, he's he, yeah, he's way bigger than football. And now, and, 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 and and the crazy part is, was uh, I was thinking about when Jay Z did his little deal with him. He did a little press conference. He like, yeah, the Kaepernick doing was was that this this and that. But then what what now? It now I I when I first heard that I was like, yeah, he got a point. Like, what's the next mm-hmm. step? So he has a point. We gotta move forward to something. So what's the point? Right. But now looking back and see that not only did he not change anything for the past like two years, he's been linked with the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's done nothing so far. Whoa, 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 whoa! You got you got hold on though, man. Jay Z is thinking the long game. I look, you know? look. I understand that, but how it looks now is that he's just going for the dollar. Because you can tell me you yeah, went for two but... years and nothing changed. I understand it, but you don't know what's happening behind closed doors. You, you already true. know, as a black man, we got to move real covert when it comes yeah. to money and business, especially when you're in the billionaires club. You feel me? Um, so he got to move real, real, real silently out here. Because, you know, one wrong move, he's going to get destroyed. Yeah, you know, um, and I understand, you know, all right, you know, oh, you're linking up with Massa you know with the nfl or whatever but sometimes you know you gotta you know you gotta wash one hand to you know feed the other you feel me um and i feel as though at the end of the day he's just thinking long term if i can get my foot because think about it all the nfl owners their race are white mm-hmm. 90 i would say 92 percent of the players are african-american yeah. So you can automatically see um, just the distance in regards to uh, the commonality in that you know aspect right there. It's just like being on a plantation, you feel me? Um, but if you're saying that you have you know enough uh, a large amount of assets or value to be a part of the NFL and not just be a part as a player, but someone that can you know be there you know on the board you know board of trustees or the nfo board of you know members of directors whatever you know administrative you know leadership jay-z is right there you know probably the only black man yeah we might have some black head coaches or we might have some assistant coaches or you know whatever you know position but not to that you know caliber you feel me and i feel as though he's trying to get his foot in the door to take the money from them and give it back to the hood 
yeah, it's not going to happen overnight, but it's going to happen. And I understand that we need results now, but it's like, well, where was, where were these, you know, protests and all this stuff, you know, back then? Do you feel me? Like, um, I feel as though that we all been kind of shut out and we've been pointing the finger at each other and then we've been pointing them at everybody else like oh it's this person it's that person it's because of the democrats it's because of the republicans and all it is is to confuse the black community you feel me mm -hmm. um, so you know with all this information i feel as though now with social media and technology we're more informed we're you know definitely well informed and we're getting educated and getting hit to you know how they're spinning things because we're in the age of spin and right now i think they're trying to spin their narrative in regards to condemning black you know men and women that are staff or players in the nfl for standing up or you know lack of better you know words um kneeling um doing the national anthem um how do you feel as though like the course will be for the black players if they do you know open up the league or even currently now what do you think black players will do with this information you said you said the information of like what, what's out here and everything like that um yeah you know with everything with the george floyd you know uh shooting um Breonna um, taylor i mean the list goes on and then it's like okay we're we're looking for our leaders and we're looking for these main celebrities and influencers but here it is that you've seen you literally seen your commissioner the the leader of this this organization that you're part of as a player you know basically said oh no you know we don't stand for you know a person that won't you know stand for the flag and then three years you deny this guy deny this guy you had a lot of black players you know real quiet and say anything about it um shows you even had ray lewis he said oh i wasn't kneeling uh you know in support of colin kaepernick i was praying with my team so now with this information that roger goodell was saying oh we welcome him back and we won't stand for such uh police brutality and social injustice now what do you think black Paris is going to do with this information do you think you know if colin kaepernick doesn't come to the league that more people are going to you know basically sit out you know for a year um in, in all honesty, I it, it sucks though because mm -hmm. I feel like um, they're going to come out, they're going to kneel. Foot, mm -hmm. the, the, the football, it's crazy because if you look at it, you compare the football players to like the NBA players. NBA players have like always spoken, like just been outspoken and spoken so you know social injustice and stuff like that. They've always done it. So the NBA, yeah. you know, it's coming. For the NFL, you don't know too much because when a dude spoke out, y'all decided to be quiet. So it's like um, when I seen the they made the Black Lives Matter little video, like Pat Mahomes and Michael mm -hmm. Thomas and et cetera. And I made that. I was so I was so glad my quarterback wasn't a part of that. Yeah. The reason why I say I was glad my quarterback, my quarterback's black. I'm so glad he wasn't a part of that because mm -hmm. it, it's it's it's. It's BS, bro. When the man spoke up three years ago, y'all was quiet. When he spoke about everything that y'all now trying to speak on, y'all were quiet. You didn't have his back. Only a select few players had his back. The rest mm. of them, I'm not kneeling. No, I'm not doing it. Did it? Whole nine. Now it's, I already know what's coming. When the season starts, you're going to see everybody kneeling. Mm -hmm. And in reality, that's going to piss me off because... 
it's, it's just showing that one, you guys wasn't. It, it's 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 like you guys didn't try to get educated when he was speaking on it. Now mm-hmm. it's grown so big, you've decided to let me get educated. Now let me do this. And I'm talking about yeah. not just the white players, I'm talking about the black players too. Yeah. It, it 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 looks so bad because it's like yo, like the dudes that was in the league back when he did, when he first started. It looks mm-hmm. bad if you start doing it now. If Ray Lewis comes out in Baltimore and he takes to kneel yeah. with Ravens players and say, I'm actually kneeling for this, that's going to take yeah. me off. Because you, because we already know that it's not sincere. Exactly. You know I mean? And I and I think that's the biggest thing with this whole Roger Goodell and Colin Kaepernick whole, you know, scandal is that it, we already know that it's not, it's not on good merit. You know, it's not based on good faith. You know, oh, and don't don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people that are you know ignorant because they don't have the information. But you're the commissioner of the NFL, and you ha- like your entire organization is based off of the backs of black men and women because they're you know I'm pretty sure there's a ton of black men and women not just on the field but behind closed doors making sure everything runs smoothly. Um, and you know is is unfortunate to see, but. I think personally, I don't think any black player should even play. Because I feel as though if you do, you're just giving the control back to them. You're basically saying, you know, forget about my my community. I'm trying to chase this dollar. The dollar is more than the black men and women that are getting killed out here, senselessly killed out here um, for nothing it is you have the platform or better yet you have more power with stepping away from the platform that you you know were able to you know get to um you know to take that power away from roger goodell or anybody else that's you know in the upper echelon of the nfl um but aside from just the social injustice you know we still got the the virus still going on and we still don't have a cure and you know they're given you know this more information you know on any social media platform in regards to how they propose that they're going to do safety measures and precautions in regards to that so not only do you have the social injustice you know part on police brutality but you also have the health and wellness of these players now we have several several players um including my Vaughn miller you know my broncos but you have uh you know zeke you know, from the Cowboys, you have, you know, some big names that everyone's looking to see uh, for this upcoming season to play. How do you feel um, about, you know, these guys, you know, saying, you know, well, the agents are saying, oh, they're healthy. You know, they had just a little cold, but, you know, they get the door. And not just on the NFL side, but you also have on the NBA, you know, you have uh, KD and several others that have uh, positive cases of uh, COVID-19. Um, how do you feel of them, you know, coming back to the league if they do open it up? Um, you want to go right, man? Well, I want to go back to the other point from before. Okay. I feel like uh, when it comes down to it, when it comes to the other players, I feel like it's, it's still going to be some that's still going to be willing to play mm-hmm. and, and not, you know, not kneel. They're going to play ball. With the, with the higher ups and then it's going to be other ones that's mainly going to be like nah I'm not for it 
and it's gonna mm-hmm. cause confusion. And with that confusion, I feel like there's gonna be something else going on in the yeah. midst of it all, because everything is a business move. So it's like, I don't know. Like, of course, I feel like, you know, if you're gonna stand up, you're gonna stand up. Because all football really is, or any sports in general, is nothing but slavery selling anyway. So it's like, you got us posted, you know, oh yeah, look at him, look at his dunk, you know, his his vertical, et cetera, et cetera. Like, okay, yeah, we want him on our team. Mm-hmm. Same thing like back in the day. So it's like, would you rather go and do the same thing and be seen as that, you know what I mean, sitting in yeah. the Coliseum? Or would you rather be free and do what you do, you know, and, and stand for something stronger and better than just making a the almighty dollar, you know? Yeah. Well, can you can you, can you be mad at the players that actually come back to the league and actually play or stand up for the player? Because at the end of the day, they like, listen, I'm ch- I'm chasing this check, you know, so right. I can give it back to you know my fam and the block, you know. Right. So I'll I'll be Uncle Tom, you know, in in the limelight, but behind closed doors, you know, basically, you know, what I reiterated in regards to Jay Z, you know, right. Uh, you know, all right, I'll, you know, take this hit on the chin, that dag. I have to, you know, cozy up with this, you know, basically races um, to, you know, basically, you know, collect, you know, the money and give it back to the hood. Like, you know, yeah. you think like that's what you much got to play yeah, sheet like, with the wolf low key. Yeah. So like how like like what is, what is your take? I mean, it can go, you know, both ways. Either you can stand up and fight for something or you know you can do it covertly um but i think personally regardless of like any black people need to do right now is just so show like unyielding and unconditional support because what they want us to do is still continue to confuse us they want us to hate each other they want us to have this rhetoric in regards to oh you know us versus them you're standing you're you're kneeling so I think the whole narrative is forget about, you know, the whole agenda as far as uh, what their actual actions are, but, you know, just give them the benefit of the doubt that, you know, they're doing this, you know, to a, a means to an end, basically. You right. Know? Um, but, you know, even if Kaepernick do turn this offer down, do you feel that uh, Roger Goodell will use another ploy to like circumvent this one or to try to entice him to come back even more? Like, I feel like it's going to be a bit would, of both. Would, would, you know, this, and this is the question for both of you guys. What do you feel would make us say, okay, Roger Goodell is, going, is on the right side of history now? What do you think the actions he need to personally take um, whether with him, like with his own money, or with the NFL, what do you it's think too late. he should do? It's too late. It's too late. That 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 check went away three years ago when this first started. Okay. So he right. there's there's nothing he could do that would sway people's opinion on him and the actions that the NFL had took against Kyle. It, it'd be it's no way. There's no way at this point. What about you, Ra? I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Truthfully, I would have, I would need more time to think on that one. Okay. Um, let's see. So for me, um, I get what you're saying, Key, in regards to 
um, you know, it's too late. But we got to look at it like, you know, what what are we looking to get out of everything that's happening right now? And for Roger Goodell, who net worth is over uh, several billions of dollars, um, I feel as though, and you got to look at it, even in Baltimore, right? You know, Baltimore Ravens. Where's where's the stadium located? Start at Baltimore. It's downtown, right there. It's downtown. It's in the city, right? Is right. you know, it's kind of like you know, in between you know, uh, west side and east side of Baltimore, right? Mm-hmm. But it's so with every location as far as the stadiums and any business model, you want to look at the low uh, income, you know. Uh, zip code zone, you know, because that's what those zip codes are. Those codes are different zones in regards to basically either gentrification, low income families, and et cetera. And so they pick downtown because, I mean, it's pretty much in the hood, you know, it's right off the exit of uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard, you feel me? Um, and it, it's cheap. So they bought that, you know, little location or whatever. And do you feel as though, like, all right, you got the stadium and now you yeah, you attract, you know, fans, you got all these people back, and, and it's not just in Baltimore, but you can see anywhere, you know, Houston, Dallas, you know, these are in, uh, the stadiums are located in low-income, you know, areas of, you know, any any of our communities, you know, across the nation, and I feel personally, like, if you have all this money and power and clout, that instead of trying to exploit, you know, these communities and, you know, people, why don't you build up other infrastructures around it? You know, um, whether it has to be with, you know, homes, um, it could be uh, with infrastructure or uh, transportation, whether to and from the stadiums or just around downtown. That way it's like the community giving you the tickets to watch the game. And in turn, you're building up this the city that's around the stadium. You feel me? Um, mm. I think that's a step in the right direction i'm not going to say that's all he needs to do but i definitely think for his you know road to redemption because i think anyone could be redeemed um because it's ignorance it's ignorance and po- you know power uh, they don't mix um but nothing won't get done um demonizing this guy yeah he's horrible in regards to his tactics and what he say and just going back on his word um however uh, at the end of the day, you know, let's call it, you know, spade a spade. Homeboy got a lot of money and a lot of clout. And, you know, if we need anything for the progression of uh, black men and women out there, I think if he wants to, you know, help us, um, he would either expose other, you know, racist, you know, folks out there or, um, you know, build up, you know, different infrastructures and build up our community and help out, you know. Um, yeah. So that's that's my take, you know, in regard to that. Now, aside from the players and the administrators from the NFL, even if the season do open up, what do you think fans will do if the league reopens? Do you think they're going to come to the stadiums? Do you, you think they're not going to come um, just to stand in solidarity to Kaepernick? Um, crazy maybe fans are going to go. Yeah. The reason why the fans are gonna go is not even about the the cap or anything. It's just more so. Um, the, uh, the past three months just been crazy 
for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like people, you know, they they said we can go outside, but they didn't say we still got to practice social distancing, wear the mm-hmm. mask and everything like that. And people are just not doing that. People are not doing that. So, but if they, my thing is, if you can't wear a mask while you're outside, there's mm-hmm. no way you you're not going to go to a game. Yeah, you're not right. going to go to a game. Just no way. No possible. I don't know. I mean, just to kind of like digress from the NFL, I remember a few months ago, um, Vince McMahon, you know, the owner of WWE, um, are is really good friends with uh, Trump, right? Mm-hmm. And when they did the entire shutdown, um, Vince McMahon uh, had a lot of releases in regards to releasing a lot of his uh, talent. You feel me? And yeah. um you know, given the fact that you saw Trump, you know, did a whole storyline with the WWE um, a few years ago, um, you know, they kind of buddy buddy. So, you know, Linda McMahon is currently in Congress as well. So she talked to, you know, you know, Trump and his constituents. And I want to say in a matter of weeks, uh, they were deemed as essential workers. And they were able to basically uh, reopen and actually do live tapings of wrestling and there's no social distancing no mask or anything you're talking about you know grown exposed men you know dripping wet with either water or sweat or oil you know just hugging and slamming each other and you're talking about these essential workers Hmm. um so even you know i feel as though like it's a lot of stuff being misinformed and misinterpreted and i think everyone knows the right thing to do but you know if you know if you give people an inch they're going to take a mile you feel me um so i feel as though if they open this up and you know you're right like they, they they're going to go they're not going to wear any masks they're not going to do any social distancing even if the nfl do a compliance in regards to you know certain spacing just limited seating or something like that that that's not going to be the way like uh you you're trying to fill up those seats you're trying to get all those tickets you know you're trying to get all those views on you know all those media platforms to get all that money back in and i think that's the sole reason as to why kaepernick is in his mouth because he knows if i open up up open this thing up it's going to be certain guidelines that i'm have to do um as far as far as health and wellness uh in order for you know for me to collect some money um but i mean it is what it is at this point, you know. Uh, you guys' guess as good as mine. Uh, but let's go ahead and move it along into uh, the whole Kyrie backlash. All right. Um, so, uh, Key, you want to go ahead and take the reins with this one? Oh, just just the just the thing that's popping off of Kyrie and everything. Yeah. Um, I I I, I get what he's saying. I really do like. Oh yeah, not sitting out. His his timing. It's a lot of things. His timing looks bad because before he made a statement on not playing, he said he was going to go to Orlando with his teammates. They checked in and they're like, "Listen, you won't be able. To, you're not playing, so you can't go." Because he, he said he's out for the season, so he's not. So he said he can't go. That's when this happened. I'm not saying that's what sparked him to want to say it, but it, his timing's weird. But it, it's it's also my thing is this. The NBA is not like the NFL. The um, the NFL players they haven't 
that's that's they have them. They they they're not given the chance to speak out and to protest and stuff like that. Whereas though in the NBA, you've seen it very frequently. Mm-hmm. And with you know, first well, I think it's uh, Eric Garner, the guy in New York, who you know the police officers killed with a chokehold. They wore the yeah. I can't breathe shirts. Then they did the whole thing on the ESPN ESPYS. Uh, I want to say uh, mm-hmm. last year. They did it where Chris Paul, Melo, D Wade, and Braun all spoke mm-hmm. on what was going on and stuff like that. The NBA has always been a, has always used their platform to speak out against the things that's going on right now. And yeah. I feel like with him trying to cancel that, I see it as a bad move because this is the one league that one almost everybody watches. Because mm-hmm. everybody wants to be this basketball player, that basketball player. They want to be just like them. You're stripping that yeah. platform away from those people. Uh, 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 imagine a, imagine using that platform and you got the protest going on. It's going to mm-hmm. skyrocket even further. Because now you got the, the dudes who... It's like weird because like, the dudes that everybody's saying, why hasn't this person tweeted this? Why haven't I seen mm-hmm. him at this rally or not? It's crazy yeah. because for those, for those players, they could use their NBA platform to do that. Now right. you're talking about player one to take that away from them. And mm-hmm. and again, I'm not looking for him or checking for him, but Kyrie's saying this isn't that. Kyrie hasn't been seen at a protest. Again, I don't know what he's doing behind closed doors, donations yes. or whatever it may be. But still, though, you're talking about you haven't been outside with these people. And you're talking about stripping mm-hmm. these other players of their platform that could uplift. I think it's a bad look. It's a complete bad look. Like I said, I understand what he mean by it, but I don't think it, mm-hmm. I, I think it would do more harm than good. Right, 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 right. All right. So just to you know get everyone up to speed, you know if you guys are listening out there. So on Kyrie uh, uh, Friday, uh, Kyrie, you know he's a Nets guard. If anyone didn't know, but he uh, led a conference call with over like eighty NBA players. Um, which include, uh, I think it was Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, Donovan Mitchell, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard. Um, and on the call, uh, Irvin was expected to miss the rest of the season due to, you know, his shoulder injury. Um, that he had, well, he had surgery in February, and basically he was expressing his opposition to the league's plan to resume the 2020 season in Orlando. So basically, the NBA released a whole uh, thing in regards to um, all the NBA players were going to be at the Disney Resort. Um, they're going to have different protocols testing, training, and checks. Um, they even going to be in a ring and give like an alert or notification in regards to if that temperature spikes or any any type of irregularities that might be um, in accordance with uh, possible. Uh, you know, uh, symptoms of COVID-19. Um, so with Kyrie, he stated that he didn't support going to Orlando. Um, he wasn't, you know, with the systemic racism or the BS. He was like, something smells a little fishy, right? Um, and he also stated that he was willing to give up everything for social reform. Now, while he's on this call, other players like spoke up about, you know, uh, the concerns with opening up the the season and, you know, uh, playing and staying in uh, Disney uh, down here in Orlando. Um, But, you know, it includes 22 teams, right? You know, they are going to be in one little location. Now, 
mind you, Disney World is huge. However, you're talking about 22 teams, and it's not just the players. It's the coaches. It's probably their families. You know, it's the owners. It's, you know, everyone that's involved in the NBA. Um, and with these other players, uh, they had their, uh, their concerns as well. And they had reservations about returning to play as well. Um, and it wasn't just due to social reform, but it was also due to the COVID-19 um, concerns. Uh, with that, you know, being said, um, you know, Keyshawn, you already gave us your opinion in regards to that. Um, but what do you think is like Kyrie's thought process? Because even though, like you said, he's not, you know, out there in the streets where you don't know what exactly he's doing, at least like he was able to stand up and get basically the top players, you know, the all-stars basically of the league and one conference said, yo, I think we need to come together. I'm voicing my opinion about this. How y'all feel? Right? Um, um like what do, you, what do you think is like his like his whole thought process? I mean, aside from, you know, something smells fishy, like what is your takeaway of him saying like Hey, I'm standing for you know something that's right. I'm willing to give up everything, um, and the whole the I think the thing that bothers me is that he he stated that um, he, he wasn't you know with the systemic racism and the BS something smells a little fishy. Do you think he was talking about you know out in the regular world, or you was or you do you think is about the league? Uh, he he would have to be talking about the. Um... The, the outside world because I was not even talk about the league. Uh, the the closest thing we've came to was the the dude Donald Sterling. They used mm-hmm. to own the Clippers. That's like right. the most I, I heard about anything racist going on in the league or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, my thing is though, he got big names, but he didn't get the big one. Hey, and that's just the biggest big one is that and that, that's Braun. Everybody knows. I mean, it's for, huh? And which team is that? That's for the Lakers. That's for Lakers. Yeah, that's right. That's my team right there. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> but uh, Laker Nation, we, we here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just gang, it's just, gang. He, he didn't get Braun, and that's because. And and, and, I, and again, I don't want to. I don't know what the man does behind closed doors. Every right. this whole but, thing. I mean, just depending on I was gonna say if everything looks fishy because he's never been the one out there with like LeBron, Chris Paul, D Wade, mm-hmm. Melo. He he's never been on stage with them, been as outspoken as them. He's participated, but he hasn't done mm-hmm. it to their extent. Right. My my thing is if if I'm gonna be if I'm, if I'm gonna be a little a, a little petty. I think what it is is I think like uh, I want to think I think I think KP Kendrick Perkins said it and said mm-hmm. um it, he he's, his timing like I said his timing's off because he was just going to go to Orlando now it's I don't want to mm-hmm. go to Orlando I want to stick up for this so why what change in after I think I think it was ten days between the comments between the two mm-hmm. I think it was a ten day thing of like him saying he was going to go to Orlando him saying I'm not going to Orlando and. Yeah. I personally think it's I think it's one they told him he couldn't go to Atlanta because he wasn't going to play right two he doesn't have the he doesn't have a chance of winning the NBA championship compared to the the stars who wasn't 
on the phone call. Compared to LeBron. Compared to, no, I'm saying LeBron. They rock. Hawaii, PG, Giannis. Um, you know what I mean? Okay. The, 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 the top, the top, I mean, like the dudes who can, who are currently, their tenders can yeah. compete for a championship. Right. As he's resumed. He didn't get any of those. And no sure. they, people he did get it, but he got the, the guys who are, they might go to Atlanta, but they're probably going to get knocked out. They don't got the greatest chances of winning, and he's not going to mm-hmm. play. So, to 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 me, hey, I, I can't, I don't know. Honestly, with Kyrie, I don't know what his thought process is. The most okay. I can say is, oh, I can't go and I can't play. I'm going to say, I'm going to start this up. Okay. Just because of, like, you, 10 days, you went back mm-hmm. when you were going to go until you're now you're not going to go. That's a that's a hard thing for me to be like. He genuinely means this. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, play you know players fuck up too, though. You know, yeah, like they do. You know, like don't don't get me wrong. You know, I'm even though I, you know I I had this you know platform and this uh this podcast you know on and I'm all about you know education and informing you know the young black male or just the black community. There's still things that I don't even know. Damn. Yeah. Do I think is he genuine about you know standing up for you know what is right and willing to give everything and not going to Orlando? I think someone probably got up in his ear, you know, after you know, you know him saying like, oh yeah, you know, you can't go, you know, due to X, Y, and Z or what. We don't know what happened behind closed doors. We just know what you know the information that's you know laid out before us. Um, I definitely think that uh, what he's saying now, before 10 days ago, I think he's probably got a little bit caught up to speed or well-informed. Because think about it, Homeboy is a multi-millionaire. He doesn't have the same issues as you and I. Right. Even though he's still a black man, he's a black man with you know a lot more capital and a lot more money than we do. So there's a lot of certain circumstances and situations that he can, you know, pay and buy his way out of. And I think uh, some, you know, that that little green, you know, kind of, you know, mess with his head or his thought process, you know, before, you know, just getting up on Instagram or, you know, any type of social media, you know, basically saying um, But I definitely think with him, you know, the conference call and getting all those guys, because I think, I'm probably, I'm pretty, he probably, I'm pretty sure he's probably like, you know, yo, what you think about this. Um, but yeah, even if he didn't, um, I just feel as though currently, do I think it's genuine? Hard to say. But I think that now he's going in the right way about doing things. But, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of the players now are like, but 10 days ago, like, you was thinking a different team. So, like, what's up? You feel me? Um, mm-hmm. And I think he should expound about what basically happened or transpired in regards to that 10 days, like, why he switched. Because even not just with him, but, uh, you know, even though I'm about to, like, digress, but uh, Dr. Fauci, uh, one of the leaders of the um you know, task force in the White House. Um, there's an article that stated that he uh, lied to the uh, American people um, about wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. Basically, saying that uh, 
he lied saying that uh, wearing a mask or anything covering face was not going to uh, substantially uh, prevent you from getting the virus. And he said he lied about that because in fear of uh, shortages of, um, you know, the PPE, the, the medical equipment, gloves and all that stuff to help their professionals. So you're gonna lie to the American people that are gonna potentially just die you know, off the strength of, oh, the people that's going to help them needs to, you know, make sure that we have everything in stock. And I think, you know, just to kind of like bring this full circle and back to Kyrie, um, they need to explain, you know, the details in regards to that. Now, there's a lot of people not talking about the whole Dr. Fauci, you know, line about that. But there's a lot of people talking about Kyrie, you know, and all this, you know, back and forth. So I think you know, it's kind of like, and I, even if he needs to talk with this agent or PR manager, I don't know what's going on in that department. But I think, you know, they need to reach and, you know, issue out a statement across the timeline in regards to this thing they Him saying, oh, I'm going to Orlando, and then saying, I don't think we're going to Orlando. Hmm. Or do you think behind closed doors, when he said, oh, I'm going to Orlando, was that like kind of a it was like a, a pre like a premature like response before he got all the details in regards to the policy and procedures as far as wellness and housing um for the nba players you uh know? no I, I i'm gonna have to say no only because he's the uh i think he's the vice president of the nba's players association so any anything that has to deal with player health player safety anything like that he gets that directly so I I don't I also don't think it was a thing of uh, him trying to get caught back up to speed only because mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken the, the president of the basketball association should be Chris Paul if I remember correctly it should be Chris Paul Um, and Chris Paul is one of the NBA's more bigger advocates for for social injustice and stuff like that so I feel like they would be at a based on the lead trying to start back up and everything going on I know they're having conversations Mm -hmm. and I would highly doubt it wouldn't be just about the league reopening but it would be about what's going on out here so that's why I say I don't believe that yeah I get it the money could blind you but Mm-hmm. I mean, you you look at Kaepernick, you know, right? That's the he get paid, he get he make millions just like you, and he's seen it. Mm-hmm. You look at LeBron, he makes millions. He's seen it. Chris Paul, it, the list goes on and on and on and on. And I mean, if you can make a statement on the the Earth is flat, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, people starting to question your uh, <laughs> your judgment there, homie. Yeah, so um, the, I can't say that he didn't know. Like the guy is not saying it makes him smart because he thinks that, but I mean he's like a very intellectual dude who was in it's it's like he's connected to this type of stuff. So yeah, he's he's too influential. Yeah, for to not know about this type of stuff. Yeah, too influential to be ignorant. Now the reason why I brought this topic, no, tongue tied, but the reason why I brought this topic up is because here it is: it's a black man and with Roger Goodell, uh, a white man, 
both of them kind of like on the wrong side of you know facts and history right now in regards to what they say and what they do but you know you have you know uh, rich you know white gentleman and you got a uh, you know black guy and they both kind of like you know going back on their words now so now your credibility is kind of like tarnished because you you know we're looking at you jaded you feel me mm-hmm. so like how how do you feel about that right like do you think uh he's going to be outs because mind you like Kyrie he is an all-star player but let's you know ever since you know he left uh he's not a leader players, he's been you know not a leader he's been on the decline um as far as player and performance homeboy has been racking up injuries I mean even outside of you know off the court I mean homeboy just he literally is dropping the ball no pun intended you feel me so like how do you feel about like you know him just kind of like oh saying oh bump everything that's going on let's go to orlando and then it's like somebody whispering it's like oh you can't go you're injured oh let me stand up for x y and z not saying like that's the narrative but let's just you know play devil's advocate right like how how you feel about you know him doing that do you do you, you know rock with that now that he's you know willing to give up everything for social reform or whatever um, or do you feel as though like he's kind of jaded just like Roger Goodell like you don't accept it, it's too late I mean I feel like it's like it was like you said kind of like what Keyshawn said like if you was gonna be like that you should have been like that from the go yeah don't don't be like oh yeah yeah everybody come on let's go and then all of a sudden like last minute nah like what what was the switch up what was what was the drive behind it what was the drive to go and what's the drive to not Mm-hmm. And what do you really stand behind? You know, that's that's the thing for me. It's like, are you still standing behind not going, or are you still low key gonna do it, and then have you know some type of bad rapport? But that any type of rapport is 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 a, I wouldn't say a good thing, but to have eyes on you is always something if you can make something out of it. Facts. So, I mean, I'm not really. I'm not really for it. If you really gonna stand for something, stand for something wholeheartedly. Don't don't be wishy washy. Don't pick do one thing. Do it from jump, right? Like just yeah, do it from jump. If that's how you rock and rock from it from the, from the go. True. All right. Um, so aside from that, um, what is you guys' take in regards to with the NFL and the NBA players' wellness and their capabilities? You know, in regards to after, you know, say if they, you know, after they, you know, contracted the virus and they open up the season, you know, especially with uh, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, how do you feel with, do you think, you know, he's good to go? You think he's going to be willing to play or? Um, Because I think it would be a definitely an interesting watch because they didn't release any other players. You know, it was just, oh, the star player of, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, you know, was tested positive. The same thing for KD. Um, But everyone else was kind of like, you know, um, they just said a large group of the team. Now, you know, with this happening, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they probably posted some videos or, you know, as far as status updates and stuff. And that's cool. But no one knows kind of like the long-term effects even if they do recover from it god forbid that anyone dies from it any further but no one knows the long-term effects in regards to even having the virus because it doesn't go away um and then the damage that did happen to your body 
will you still be uh, capable of doing better than the last season? Or are you, do you think you're going to do worse? And I think that's going to be like a big thing people are going to be looking at. Um, my my take on it, if if I'm them, I mean I I will I will play, and if it, it, and if I was an opponent against them, I would be like yeah, I can play, you know. I, I get mm-hmm. it. It's not. Well, no, nah, I mean it, it does go away. It does go away because I had one of my friends actually caught the corona and she had mm-hmm. it for a while and went away. There's no mm-hmm. vaccine. I saying he's like immune to it now, but um, I would say like I, if he's if he's clear and everything, mm-hmm. I would trust the league. Uh, I would trust the NBA, the NFL. They haven't really NFL hasn't really done too much. Mm-hmm. Majority of the stadiums that get played, well, it doesn't even matter there. It's a stadium in general, but it's it's outdoors, so. It's mm-hmm. circulating in the air very easily. You can't social distance on either thing. But if you're talking about for the NBA, they're going to be isolating these players, and then they mm-hmm. get to to uh, what's it like Disney World. That's when they get to Disney World, Disney World, whichever one it is. Right. Once they get there, that's when they play. So you're talking about something. They're getting tested regularly. They're being mm-hmm. isolated. Right. They have a detector for it for symptoms and stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. NBA, I'll be perfectly fine. Like, I will have no problem. The NFL is where it gets a little bit different because mm-hmm. everything's on the players. You don't have them all grouped up at one location, isolated. You don't have that. You got them in these different cities. And then you're also talking about traveling from East Coast to West Coast. So you could be on the East Coast and mm-hmm. your area could be significantly lower the rest of getting the corona then let's say you gotta go fly to Orlando where things are skyrocketing and you gotta go right. play somebody down no there or no. you gotta go play somebody over there in LA and LA is skyrocketing you run a bigger yeah. risk of bringing that then back home and stuff like that so that's why I would okay. say eh, not too much what I will say I think the NBA needs to I know that the, the Agreement, but I believe they need to find a new location, mm-hmm. uh, better than Orlando because from what I'm hearing, Orlando numbers are going back up, Florida numbers in general are going back up, just in general. Yeah, listen, you know, you guys already know, like, I've been living here for the past three years, um, and I can I can tell you, like, it's bad down here each day, uh, since we reopened back up. Uh, the numbers just keep increasing. Yep. Now, every governor, every senator always are saying in the media, oh, it's because more people are getting tested. That's fine. But the only people that are getting tested are the people that needs to go back to work, you know, because everything is starting to open back up and they are required to get tested in order to get, you know, a job. Y'all not getting, giving us a, another stimulus check and y'all forcing our, our hand to go back outside and basically potentially catch the virus and come back home and kill the rest of, you know, your household. Um, so, um, honestly, on both on both spectrums, whether it's social reform and police brutality, um, or even with the coronavirus, I think we just need to just take a step back and just let the season just ride. Like, no playing, nothing, you know? Uh, if anything, um, they should try to find creative ways 
to uh, still promote um, players or the NBA. But I think right now, like just in America alone, like we just need to take a, a quick, you know, time out and just regroup with everything. Because I mean, since day one, since, you know, their forefathers came and took the land from Native Americans, um, it has been nothing but hate, violence, and ignorance. And they just capitalize on, you know, the poor, the weak, um, and the uneducated. And they use that to their advantage. And I think whether it's the NBA or NFL, it's the same thing, just like Ross stated. Uh, all, all sports are, are just plantations. So you're basically saying, oh, I'm gonna open up the season just to make money. It's not about, oh, it's for the love of the game. Like, it's all because of the money. And on the social reform side, I feel as though the black dollar is so powerful and no one really truly understand the, the brevity of how powerful it is until we actually exercise it, you know? Um, so I think with, with the NFL, I think all the, I think with Roger Goodell stating that he's opening and welcoming uh, Colin Kaepernick back, I feel like that's just a spit in all black players and black people's faces, whether it's black fans, whether it's black investors, whether it's black players, black coaches, et cetera. Because it's like, here it is, we couldn't stand up, you know, and support our black brother, you know, and we we were silent and we just watched this dude basically, you know, get kicked out the league and got blacklisted. Again, no pun intended. Um, and now you're opening it back up because of what? Oh, because now you stand up for the You can't, don't, don't use ignorance because there's way more people in the form. Y'all just wasn't trying to hear it. It wasn't no money in it. Um, and uh, as far as the NBA, I mean, you do uh, bring up some good valid points, uh, Key, in regards to um, they always been advocating for black people um, and they've been standing up and even the representatives uh, for it, um, I commend it. But what I don't commend is the support of them opening the season back up, man, because you're jeopardizing these players, you know, for what? All they want to do is play ball. Yeah, they make money off of it, but they don't make as much money as the owners or, you know, the commissioner there or the sponsorships. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, with us protesting, you know, each and every day, I mean, we're clearly, we're literally seeing the whole Aunt Jemima thing getting taken down, Uncle Ben getting taken down. We got Netflix showing, you know, representation matters. You have uh, the iPhones, you can say, hey, I'm being pulled over. And now they got a whole new, you know, operating system where it's recording, you know, having your location and all this other stuff. And we did that with just a matter of 10 days, maybe like two weeks tops. You Just the fact that that happened just off a of protest, already know that you got LeBron, you got Kyrie, you got Carmelo, you got Donovan Mitchell, you got, uh, you got even on the NFL side, you know, uh, you have Colin Kaepernick, you have any, basically any black player just saying, no, nah, I ain't playing this this year. I think that speaks volumes. Honestly, they would make more money off the field 
than on you know on the field or on the course. Just off of that, because now you're getting the black dollar. You know, that's that's how you you know do business or whatever. But it's not all about you know the market or the money, but it's more as far as the movement and the purpose. And I think people are getting the the message so convoluted. Again, it just has them confused. So I think all together with you know all these policies and procedures with reopening the league, I think it's way too much, way too much. It's way too complicated. It don't make sense to me, you know, because it's like, well, you know, they've been sitting at home chilling down, so they don't have to worry about doing all the other stuff just because people want to watch them. Nah, bro. Nah, all money ain't good money. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that's my my last take. Do you guys have any last words? Uh, pretty much when it comes to that, it's like when it comes to the players, they shouldn't play flat out because nobody should be out doing anything for the most part. If this thing is still out here, just because you're opening things up, don't mean nothing. The reason why I feel like the people need a distraction. And both sides, whether it be NBA or NFL, they know that. And that was one of the greatest points of distraction when it came to our livelihood, you know? Yeah. We always I mean, think just, about yeah. Just like Keyshawn said with the whole uh, Donald Sterling or even the Eric Garner, uh, the whole I Can't Breathe shirt. Um, yeah. Just, just to bring it up, but I'll uh, go ahead, Rock. Yeah, it was just, just saying that you know they know that they can capitalize if people are for it. But if a lot of the players aren't, a lot of people ain't gonna be for it. Just like you said, most of the players are African American, and when they're coming down to it, we like we love to support our people. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they, you know, when they got something for us, we we all for it. And right. it's like if you can't get that black dollar, that's that's that means something because we come from nothing. So when we have it, we don't spend it on whatever we want to get. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we do this work. You know what I mean? But so when it comes to the players, they don't need to go. They don't need to go nowhere. They don't need to do no traveling. They don't do because if they do survive, you know what I mean, the the first wave or whatever case may be, who's to say that their body has enough strength if they already, you know, conquered that first round, who's to say that their body's going to be able to handle that second Exactly. I mean, given the fact that the virus is a respiratory virus, you know, you need a lot of endurance and stamina to do that. And even though these, all these, you know, athletes are like freaks of nature, um, they're still still human beings. You feel me? Um, so, uh, any last words, Key? Nah, man. Like said, we we said it all right now, bro. All right. We said it all right bet, now. Bet, bet. I mean, I appreciate the conversation, you know, amongst brothers, you know, actual real brothers. Um, but no, um, I definitely appreciate it. And I, I, it was a pleasure, you know, having this conversation. We've had several conversations, you know, vibing out late at night. But I wanted to bring you guys to this platform um, because I think right now our voices are very, very important. And not just with this topic, um, whether with the coronavirus or social injustice or social reform um, or even with sports um, at the end of the day we're all you know black men um, and brothers and I feel as though that 
you know, just having that whole dialogue and just open it up on the platform for any other, you know, people to hear. I think that's what everyone's looking for right now. Uh, I, I was talking right before close to you. Uh, I think the black community right now needs a black savior um, because we're way too confused in regards to what, whether we should wear a mask, whether we shouldn't, whether we should go back to work, whether we shouldn't, whether we should, you know, leave the house or not. Um, and no one is giving us a clear-cut answer, especially not from our constituents, whether with Congress, whether with the uh, with the House, with the Senate, um, any of that. But you know, I just hope that everyone is out there, whether protesting or working, that they're staying safe and staying, you know, careful out here because we're getting killed at an alarming rate. And, you know, I couldn't stand um, personally to not say anything. I, I try to wait, you know, a good while to let, you know, all this stuff breathe out. But I, I salute my folks out there for keep on fighting the fight. Um, I wish I could go out there and do the same, but you know, I got, I got four little ones, man, and you know, I can't jeopardize their lives, um, you know, for you know, for doing that. So my part, and I hope you know you guys is as well, is to you know find and search, you know, some type of purpose and some type of meaning to give back to the community, and you know, basically exposing um, the injustices out there, but. Um, like I said at the beginning of this uh, podcast episode, uh, my brother Key got his own uh, podcast, so I'm gonna give him this time to go ahead and you know throw all his information out. Shout, uh, shout. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. You, you know, it's the, it's the it's the BBK podcast, man. We we come on here, you know, you know, I, I watch that come on. Here. I come on there. I try to speak on. The, the different things that people choose not to speak on. I try to shine some light on certain situations, you know, and I try to, you know, just like giving, giving not only just males perspective on things, but also female perspective on like where I like a male may think of a relationship and also too, like for my guys that do sports, you know, we, I sometimes I do like game recaps or like a week recap where I look over and, you know, I may talk about all this, the football games that might happen on top of the basketball games and you know, if the season does come up with the NBA, definitely mm-hmm. going to be until, you know, I'm going to wait and get a recap of each playoff series and give, like, my, you know, thoughts on what I thought was going to happen or what, what happened or what could have happened, you know, and right. stuff like that, though. That, that, so where where can they find you at, bro? Uh, I'm on I'm on Apple. Just type in the BBK podcast, same way, Spotify as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also on iHeartRadio. I went and I, I got that one uh, hooked up on there as well. So, like, trust me, you just Google the BBK podcast and you're going to find it. I'm telling you. That's bad, bad, bad. All right. Uh, you know, aside from the podcast, where where can they find your social media? You got any Instagram? Um, Twitter, uh, at Blue Bad Key. Mm-hmm. I'm right there. I tweet up a storm. I mainly retweet. And uh, Snapchat right. at AlmightyK77. I don't really get on my Facebook. Don't post on there. So that's that. But that's my main two socials I find. I also want Instagram at the BBK Podcast. Bet, 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 that, bet, that. Uh, now, I know Ramir, you know, that's my boy. Um, he doesn't have his own podcast. However, he's always uh, welcome to, you know, hop up on as well as the BBK Podcast. 
Uh, you guys already know that I'm on Anchor, um, but I also on other platforms that's streaming any type of podcast out there. Uh, the same platform that I became podcast. Um, but again, uh, I definitely want to salute you guys to you know, but you know, basically join me. I know it's been a long time these past couple of days. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on, but I definitely appreciate you guys. You know, taking the time up to you know. So, um, and given the fact that I don't think this stuff is gonna uh, stop any um, soon, uh, I think we should do another episode. You know, oh yeah, for sure. I'm I'm always down for yeah. here for it. Um, so you know, what what topics do you think we should uh, talk about? Uh, I mean, you know, just the, the modern day, what's what's going on out here nowadays. Um, you know, just the modern day topics, and also just the outcome what we're going to be expected from all the protests and yeah, everything like that. Man, facts. But you know, one that I've been kind of like looking at because I think in the midst of 2020, with the you know, pillow. Uh, the virus and all other crazy stuff. Um, one one particular event with uh, J Cole and another female rapper named Jay uh with the two tracks, be like this track. Um, I think you know all three of us are Um, but there's some juicy stuff that we go on. You can talk about that. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll see. You know, I'll, I'll post this, uh, this podcast episode. I had rocked out. Um, any listeners out there, you can guys can uh, comment um, on my Instagram, and it's just gonna be you know, at Manstash Podcast, uh, as well as on Facebook. You can catch me on there, as well as Anchor or any other uh, platform. Um, but yeah, uh, just give me your feedback. You can also comment on my email. Um, this podcast at um, but yeah tell us uh, how you feel and think about you know doing another episode do y'all like this new format and new season season as far as topics and discussion um, but again uh, I salute you guys and I holler at you guys later alright man we alright all right. gang gang bow I love you, Daddy.